3: they can't go on. Hi, folks. I'm Alan Watt, and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 6th of January 2011. Newcomers to the show, please look into CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com websites and help yourself to the hundreds of audios you can find for download and peruse them at your leisure. I try to give you shortcuts to the big picture of what you think is reality. You're trained reality, and uh, I show you the big forces that are behind it, and the sciences that are behind it, the foundations, organizations that work together to bring in the planned society. And the planned society is not just about population control. That's a big part of it. It's about getting the perfect society to obey uh, the, those who are put in charge to rule you. Uh, they're not the rulers themselves, but they're the ones who are put in charge. So help yourself the downloads there. Remember, they all carry, all those sites you'll see on the Com site carry transcripts in English for download for print-up as well. And if you want transcripts in other languages, go into uh, uh, alanwattsentinel.eu and you'll find a, a variety to choose from there. And remember, you are the audience that bring me to you. As you've noticed, I don't bring on the guests who are generally selling something. That's advertising, and I'd be handsomely paid if I did, and I certainly have the offers. But uh, I don't, because I try to just put things across straight and simply for you to take up and think for yourself without uh, having hard pitch sales and so on. So uh, it's to my detriment, for definitely financially. Uh, but uh, remember, the ads you hear on this show are paid to, to RBN directly to pay for the airtime and the broadcast and to pay their staff equipment and their bills. So it's up to you to pay mine. At least I hope you will. And you can do so by buying the books, discs and so on I have for sale at cuttingthroughthematrix.com. From the US to Canada, you can, you can purchase using a personal check, an international postal money order, PayPal. Just use the PayPal button on the com site and, um, followed up by an email with a name address and the order and I'll get it out to you. Uh, you can also send cash. Same across the rest of the world, Western Union for fast wire transfer. Uh, I think MoneyGram also it does wire transfer, but it certainly does a check which you can purchase from them, which you can post off if you're not in so much of a hurry. It is about a week to get here, and uh, that's a lot cheaper to go by. You can also send cash and PayPal again for ordering through the donation button. All up to you, but I really do need that to keep me going because it's expensive doing what I do. And this show, as I say, has really been uh, on, on the vanguard of changing the whole patriot's overview of society and what's happening. And the information has been put out here, is grabbed by others uh, who rush with it forward with other uh, programs, etc., and gets the information out very, very well. So it's important to keep this station on the go and this program here. Now, I've got into. Uh, different topics, so many topics to do with control and planning and where you're going with the world, uh, even into the psychology behind it and how you all adapt into each phase without even thinking about it. The patriots of today have adapted all the way uh, that, uh, along with the new agenda, is the same as everyone else has adapted. into. It. Uh, at the beginning, they'd say they'd never have troops on the streets. Well, they have them on the streets. They'd never... Uh, go through airports and so on Be patted down and groped But they do uh, So people adapt and adapt Because everyone else is adapting And that's the problem When you're already in A totalitarian authoritarian system Which you certainly are And have been for a long time Long before 9-11 came along in fact And uh, a lot of these ideas were perfected uh, During World War I After one, And then definitely put into play In World War II has never ceased since then for the ideal planned society. Back with more after this break. Hi folks, I'm back and we're cutting through the Matrix. I was on Alex Jones' show today, and uh, I mentioned a term that I said we're all contaminated, and by that I meant uh, the proper term actually that was used by the communists too. We're all we're all products of indoctrinations through schooling, uh, media, and so on, and we think our opinions really are our own opinions, when we've been we've been guided to those opinions by the masters in psychology. And the very fact we've had conditioning will bring us to those conclusions anyway. We're very much like computers in a sense, as I say, we have a language, we have a program, and we have a logic, and those who understand that gave us a language, they, gave it, they understand our logic, they can feed in a, pr- a problem or a question, knowing pretty well what conclusions you will come to using your logic in your language. In fact, they use that in psycholinguistics all the time as well, and sure enough, everybody comes to the same conclusion. It's quite uh, wonderful how science has uh, gone so far in so many areas. It's wonderful for those who control them, because It's all to do with managing society. And I've mentioned before, too, that the British government is on a roll right now. They're trying to emulate the U.S., which is quieter about theirs. And uh, they have a whole department, a huge department. It's been here for a long time, actually, but now they're in the open with it. And their job is to find ways to alter the behavior of the general public, right down to the individual, how to even overcome certain individuals and types of individuals so they'll also succumb to the mass psychology and be the proper kind of citizens that they should be, according to those who rule you. It's rather astonishing to see this, and mind you too, they publish stuff up on the internet about some of their projects and so on, but believe you me, they also have their hidden one, which they don't go into, and that's far, far deeper, and they've been using it for an awful long time. So psychology and, and technique is what they use on us so all from the minute we're born through cartoons and the little children's stories are all greening and all the rest of it, now getting them ready for the world which they will grow up into. And it's all well underway. The indoctrination has been here for some time. So everyone's getting their dose of psychological indoctrination, but the older ones still are contaminated, as they say, and... It's like being contaminated with radiation You have to be decontaminated with it And you have to realize Well, what is contamination? Contamination is the lifestyle you've led probably uh, Growing up Because that lifestyle was given to you And promoted All the different revolutions we went through Revolutions on behalf of the big boys Uh, It was not for ourselves Not to free us for sure It was to destroy all the obstacles in the way to the planned society and of course, they say, the family unit was once with so massive promiscuity, and just go and do it, have fun, have a ball, be perpetual children forever and everyone 's gone through that everyone I, I know has gone through it, and they 're ramping it up even further until the youngsters of the day don 't even think about a possible it 's a, it's an, uh, it's a uh, like it 's like brave new world where they were they had to have different partners every night, they were watched, all the workers. And if they didn't, they were called up to find out why they went to maybe the same partner twice in a week. Well, that's that's how it is today with the youngsters. The thought of bonding to someone is uh, is an alien thought to them. So that part has been awfully successful. And it would never reassert itself unless there was truly some vast catastrophe outside the control of the elite. And we were reduced to a primitive state and things would fall back into a natural order once again. Now... As I say, many authors have written little books here and there about how we are given persuasion, and Vance Packard was one of them. Uh, He did The Hidden Persuaders, an old book, but uh, packed with information on how the big advertising industries were watching you a long time ago, putting cameras in the store shelves and watching your pupil dilates when you saw something you liked and something like that. But this is old, old stuff. Remember, too, Bernays had already created the American culture of consumerism And uh, he was an advisor to presidents, to quite a few presidents as well So the psychology was already well known That the masses are unthinking uh, people really uh, Working on emotions, some of them coming from deep within Which they did not understand themselves And those who did understand them could motivate these emotions into behavior uh, changes and uh, this is what Packard said on page 206. It says, eventually, say, by AD 2000, perhaps all this depth and manipulation of the psychological variety will seem amusingly old-fashioned. But then perhaps the biophysics will take over with biocontrol, which is depth persuasion carried to its ultimate Biocontrol is a new science of controlling mental processes, emotional reactions, and sense perceptions by bioelectric signals. Well they're actually doing that now with the newer types of internet and interactive games. The National Electronics Conference meeting in Chicago in nineteen fifty-six heard electrical engineer Curtis R. Schaefer of the Norton uh of the Norton Keith Corporation explored the starting possibilities of biocontrol. As he envisioned it, electronics could take over the control of unruly humans. This could save the indoctrinators and thought controllers a lot of fuss and bother. He made it sound relatively simple. Planes, missiles, and machine tools already are guided by electronics, and the human brain, being essentially a digital computer, can be too. Already, though by control or through by control, scientists have changed people's sense of balance and they have made animals with full bellies feel hunger and made them feel fearful when they have nothing to fear. Time magazine quoted him as explaining, the ultimate achievement of biocontrol may be the control of man himself. The controlled subjects would never be permitted to think as individuals. That was already reiterated at the first uh, conference they had with the International Science Conference in Louisiana at the Loyola University when they talked about the brain chip. Uh, the, the Japanese expert brought over and, and biotechnology said that uh, it would be a new s- system where it would be impossible to think of yourself as an individual separate from others. And uh, that's, so it's been, always been the same goal, you see. So here's a book 50 odd years before that. It says, a few months after birth, a surgeon uh, would equip each child with a socket, mount, a socket mounted under the scalp and electrodes reaching selected areas of brain tissue, much like the Matrix movie the child's sensory perceptions and muscular activity could be either modified or completely controlled by bioelectric signals radiating from state-controlled transmitters. And, of course, that's back in the news, too, with the state-controlled transmitters or supercomputers to manage um, whole vast areas or regions of people. That's exactly what came up again at Loyola University. He added the reassuring thought that the electrodes cause no discomfort I'm sure that the psycho-persuaders of today would be appalled at the prospect of such indignity being committed on man. They are mostly decent, likable people, products of our relentlessly progressive era. Most of them want to control us just a little bit in order to sell us some product we may find useful or disseminate with us a viewpoint that may be entirely worthy. But when you're manipulating, where do you stop? Who is to fix the point at which manipulative attempts become socially undesirable? And isn't that a a truth there? Because, you see, there's no limit now, uh, and under authoritarian regimes, they go all the way. And we are, as the Club of Rome said, we are under an authoritative authoritative society now. Democracy, they said, was too cumbersome. It didn't work. They couldn't get their big plans through for the big world, the big societies, it's called. And um, they've gone all the way to get what they want, to behavior modification. Of course, schooling does a great job of it as well, especially for the last 15, 20 years with groupthink. So you all sit in the group, and you all must come to consensus. And if you don't come to consensus, you may to stand in a corner or be shunned. This old term in religion was shunning of a member who was heretical, and uh, and you're not you kept shunned until eventually you agree they're right, and you go and join the group again. Individuality, understand. is is the enemy of control, and they must eradicate individuality altogether. So that's why they're doing it. But I was going through the government's website in Britain, and one of their uh, courses is a behavior change practical guide. And then common good behavior change. So they're, they're claiming what's for the common good, for your attitudes and behaviors and so on. Common good behavior change is another one. Uh, Communications and behavior change How communications alone will be repetitive, etc And the put on orators they like to hear on radio, TV and so on And people will emulate them through mimicry And then there's a Kenja communication, it's a different technique Planning for behavioral change Seminars for those in government And theory of planned behavior, very important one The theory of planned behavior That's the mass planned behavior, you see and then intervention techniques as well uh, when when the crowd starts their riots or whatever because they're getting starved to death, as will happen in the future. So this is how the government uses your tax money to find ways to brainwash you and give courses to those who are now managing government. The politicians now are almost irrelevant, to be honest with you. They're just actors. That's all they are. And uh, they think they're going to get extra privileges if they go along with this. They'll have their gated communities outside the mass cities that are under observation, the prison camps. And uh, they believe that that'll be their out for them, extra privileges, better food, meat on the table, actually, where the rest won't get meat at all. And uh, they'll still be allowed to uh, a good extent of travel, that kind of stuff. So there's nothing new under the sun. You've been living through all your life. You just didn't know it. And getting back to contamination, I mean, how many, how much of your own contamination are you willing to give up to break free from it? And this is a big thing to ask yourself. How much of it do you actually enjoy? Because a lot of this stuff is meant also for you to enjoy, to captivate you, enthrall you, and suck you in. Remember too, if you can't control yourself, how can you expect others to band together under control to fight for a common cause? It's going to be awfully, awfully hard I'll be back with more after this break Hi, folks. I'm back, and we're cutting through the matrix. Another writer, too, uh, one of the many writers who actually worked with these big think tanks and ways to implement specific techniques, including he worked with the Mace, um, uh, with the, the sorry, Mace Society it was called, and he also worked, or the Macy Group, and he worked with. Um, other schools as well that came over from Europe and they got permission by the President of the United States to implement their techniques upon the American people. I hope people know that. Uh, and of course, I'm sure that most of them don't at all. But uh, Bertrand Russell said this too "An impact of science and society. He says, I think the subject which will be of most importance politically is mass psychology. Mass psychology is, scientifically speaking, not a very advanced study. That was back in that day. And so far as professors have not been in universities, they have been advertisers, politicians, and above all, dictators. This study is immensely useful to practical men, whether they wish to become rich or to acquire government, to acquire government. It is, of course, a science founded upon individual psychology, but hitherto it has been, it has employed rule-of-thumb methods which were based upon a kind of intuitive common sense. Its importance has been enormously increased by the growth of modern methods of propaganda. Of these, the most influential is what is called education. Most people don't even know that their education is pure propaganda. It says religion plays a part, though a diminishing one, the press, the TV, well TV now, and cinema uh, and radio play an increasing part. What is essential in mass psychology is the art of persuasion. If you can compare a speech of Hitler's with a speech of, say, Edmund Burke, you will see what strides have been made in the art since the 18th century. Adolf Hitler knew how to, to woo the masses. In one way or another uh, What went wrong formerly was that people had read in books That man is a rational animal And framed their arguments on this hypothesis We now know that in the, that limelight And a brass band do more To persuade than can be done By most elegant train of syllogisms And actually Madonna Or somebody else on stage doing something And then saying something That will have more of an impact too it may be hoped that in time anybody can be able to persuade anybody of anything if he can catch the patient young and is provided by the state with money and equipment. Well, they've had that for the last 40 years now for the state. This subject will make great strides when it's taken up by scientists under a scientific dictatorship. That's what you're under right now, this phase of it. Uh, Anaxagoras maintained that snow is black But no one believed him The social psychologists of the future Will have a number of classes of school children On whom they will try different methods Of producing an unshakable conviction That snow is black Or, or that there is global warming uh, Various results will soon be arrived at First, that the influence of home is obstructive They want to get rid of the home and the family unit Second, that not much can be done Unless indoctrination begins before the age of ten Third, that verses set to music and repeated in, repeatedly intoned are very effective. Fourth, and that's what you got during the 60s and 70s, the music had no endings, it just kept repeating and repeating and repeating. Fourth, the opinion that snow is white must be held to show a morbid taste for eccentricity, but I anticipate it's for future scientists to make these maxims precise and discover exactly how much it costs per head to make children believe that snow is black and how much less it would cost to make them believe it is dark grey. Although the science will be diligently studied, it will be rigidly confined to the governing class. That's what it is, you see, already. The populace will not be allowed to know how its convictions were generated. When the technique has been perfected, every government that has been in charge of education for a generation will be able to control its subjects securely without the need of armies or policemen. That's still to come. And yet there's only one country which has succeeded in creating this political paradise, and, and that, at that time, of course, was Soviet Russia and uh, Communist China. So that's really uh, stuff that's already been done, as I say. And we also found that Aldous Huxley went into it in, in a big way as well. And remember, he wrote the book Brave New World in 1933. If you think that they haven't been at this for an awful long time, uh, you're, you're so mistaken. Um, He, in in Brave New World, revisited in the book, he puts a lot more in than he did in the talk. At Berkeley, he says, In regard to propaganda, the early advocates of universal literacy and a free press envisaged only two possibilities, that propaganda might be true or it might be false. They did not foresee what in fact has happened. Above all, in our Western capitalist democracies, the development of a vast communications industry concerned in the main neither with the true nor the false, but with the unreal, the more or less totally irrelevant. In a word, they fail to take into account man's almost infinite appetite for distractions. Well, they've certainly taken into account now, and that's all we get fed now is distractions, but distractions with a purpose. In the past, most people never got a chance to fully satisfy this appetite. They might long for distractions, but the distractions were not provided. Christmas came but once a year. Feasts were solemn and rare, and there were few readers and very little to read, and the nearest approach to neighborhood movie theater was a parish church, where the performances, uh, though frequent, were somewhat monotonous. For conti- uh, conditions even remotely comparable to those now prevailing, we must return to imperial Rome, where the populace was kept in good humor by frequent gratuitous doses of many kinds of entertainment, from poetical dramas to the gladiatorial fights, from recitations of Virgil to all-out boxing, from concerts to military reviews and public executions. But even in Rome, there was nothing like the non-stop distraction now provided by newspapers and magazines, by radio, television, and the cinema, and I'd, I'd add and, and by computer too now. In Brave New World, non-stop distractions, the most fascinating nature, uh, such as the Phillies, the orgy-porgy, centrifugal bumple puppy, are deliberately used as instruments of policy for the purpose of preventing people from paying too much attention to the realities of the social political situation back after this.
1: You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.
3: Hi folks, we're back and we're cutting through the Matrix, uh, talking about mind-control, really propaganda, indoctrination, and how you're manipulated to come to conclusions. Uh, quite naturally, you think you, you're coming to it naturally because everyone else comes to the same conclusions quite naturally, it appears themselves, but you're really guided to them by a host of techniques which you're totally unaware of and in which are used in you all the time. And peer pressure, of course, comes into it too. Once the main um, the main implant is is taken up by a few, the rest of them follow suit rather quickly to be with it in crowd. Especially they give you a celebrity who puts it forth before the rest of you, and everyone parrots it into existence. Now, this caller is on the line, and we'll take uh, Carlton from New York. Are you there, Carlton? Hello.
2: Car-
3: yes, is that Carlton.
2: Talking about Aldo Huxley too, and uh, I was on the bus coming home from DC for New Year's, and sat next to this girl. She was actually reading the book Brave New World, um, and I asked her if she was reading it just for her school or, you know, for um, you know for leisure or whatever. She said she was le- reading it for leisure. And I asked her, does she know anything about it and what, what it was supposed to be, at, be about and talk to her about, you know, the history about Aldo Husley and things of that nature, the groups that he was involved with. But it's funny how you're talking about the uh, mind control. and I do believe that the fashion industry plays a big part in that as well. Yeah, it does. Now, I don't know if, if you play, pay any attention to the fashions or – up there in Canada, if you you do, but down here in New York, right? The big thing that I've noticed um, that's that's really in style this winter, and, I mean, it does seem like a warm hat, but, you know, that Soviet-style hat with the fur on it with the little ears that come down, but they usually wear them up? Yeah. Like, that's a big thing down here now. I mean, I know how you always say the cultures and everything is pushed from the top down, but it's funny how this stuff is just coming out now. Like a couple of summers ago the big thing was the K Guevara shirts. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. yeah. So it's like they 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 push it for you. Like you said, they just appeal to what you wish you would enjoy and then mm-hmm. just, just give it to you and people just eat it up like it's nothing. <laughs> and they think nothing of it.
3: That's right. And I read too that the fashion for this year is to be, as to go back to the uh, women's clothes, have to go back to the the male type suit that they tried before years ago. So the masculine again, this the hermaphroditic type uh, behaviour, male female, is all part of this whole big agenda. So you're you're right on. And even Plato, two and a half thousand years ago, said that the fashion, and he called it the industry, was a big part of culture modification.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, it was some, um, I had actually talking to the social worker at my job about socialism, right? Mm-hmm. And I asked her if she knew anything about George Bernard Shaw, and she was like, yeah. But then she was like, well, his brand was the was the extreme of it. And I was like, well, what do you think, that, do you think that people that are in authority, If they say they're just going to give you something, you think they're just going to just give it to you and that's it? You think that eventually they're not just going to turn that into an authority over you, all those supposed social services? I mean, Mm -hmm. like I said, she's a social worker, so I guess she got her job from socialism, so I guess... Oh,
3: sure. ...really
2: for it. And and,
3: and she'll have her indoctrination, too, and uh, she'll be perfectly indoctrinated, probably, yeah.
2: Right, but like you were saying about the mind control, what do you think it is about... Some folks that, I mean, you don't even really have to look that deep into history to see what socialism and communism have done to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, certain people. But what is it about, well, I guess I, I guess like, like I just said, because she's a social worker, but what is it about certain things that like, they just like they don't see what it's going to lead to?
3: It's a, it's a form of self-censorship. Uh, It's a default position. It's called in psychology uh, where they're taught to go so far in their own thinking and then and then no further. If they go further with it, they get set back to default. Till it's a nicey nicey system, etc., and not too bad. And it stops them from going into the horrors that socialism always brings. You see, they they simply think it's a means of uh, at the very very bottom level, the vague idea of socialism is sort of share and help out and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and it's nothing of the kind. It's a science always been dedicated towards a planned society, uh, a planned population, uh, a planned school-to-work program where you're picked at school, and that's what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And the Soviet model was the ultimate at that time for socialism. We've gone further this time, and they actually predict they can pick the child and create the child in the womb for the function it will have. I've read the articles here on the air and so socialism is where science takes over from all religions all governments, all systems and science will be the rulers uh, using what they call their common sense and scientific techniques to perfect the world and it will be ruthless utterly ruthless and that's what what, um, uh, 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 Fabian socialism was all about Fabian socialism was funded by the richest people on the planet and it set up the Astor family. And that was Lord Astor and Lady Astor. So it was a very important part of this. But thanks for calling. And I'll go on to Alan from the UK. Are you there, Alan? Hello? Hello, yes. Go ahead. Alan? Yeah.
0: Yeah, sorry, I had some interference there. Top of the morning to you. It's Alan here from the UK? Yes. Right, we're in there. Hi there. I don't want to be too long there, Alan. We have spoken before. I know there's other callers waiting, so I'll be as quick as I can. Uh, your previous caller mentioned Ald- Aldous Huxley, mm-hmm. and uh, I read uh, many years ago uh, Bertrand Russell's History of Western Philosophy. I thought he was mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But anyway, <clears throat> the question, I do have a question to ask you, and that is, uh, but before I ask the question, I want to thank you for your service to humanity for your education and teaching. Thank you for all the things you're doing, you know, and you've ever done. It's wonderful. And uh, the question is this. Imagine, you know, you've been educating people for a long, long time, but when that education reaches to a critical point and when the people wake up to the point where they make the change, Mm -hmm. Alan, can I ask you, what are you going to do then?
3: (laughs) Why? Well, the, you either you either go under. I do uh, know.
0: Or shall I? So i let you answer offline.
3: Yes, uh, I do know because they, I, I've I've seen some of the lists that they had in previous times for people who have to be picked up automatically on a certain time under certain circumstances. Every it's country's got them. And
0: cyclical We know that. Yeah. And uh, uh, almost f- like the evil that occurs, mm-hmm. or the plans for evil, or whatever, mm-hmm. it creates. The opposite. It creates the people who stand up to the plate. That's right. And they, and they get in there and they do what's got to be done, and it just goes on and on and on. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so I wanted to ask you on a personal level, because I know you've been in the music thing, and by the way, this is Alan Carner here from Extraterrestrial UK from Devon, English Riviera mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Um, What will you do when the people reach the point of critical point? Mm-hmm. and everyone comes together.
3: Well, then then, there's a, then it is critical because uh, the big boys too uh, have already have their trained takeovers as a matter of trying to keep them together, not to be misled by a Pied Piper that's supplied because they will, they will supply them and then trying to guide them in the right directions. Yeah. A very critical period indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, we'll have to see because this time it's it, it, I don't know about previous times of technology I mean mm-hmm. but this time it, it, it's it's very holistic and we've got so many things going on at once we've got earth changes mm-hmm. economic political it go, you know it goes on and on and it's no wonder that mm-hmm. the ordinary person in the street as the, 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 the people that we're trying to educate particularly you you're an educator I'm just a singer-songwriter. You know, but it's all the same.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, they're bombarded, bombarded, yeah.
0: The people that don't care, you tell them that the Titanic's going to sink, but they, wanna carry, they don't want to listen, and they'll carry on. And yeah. then later on, when you're in the lifeboat and you've saved yourself, some of them are trying to get into the lifeboat, and they'll just sink you. So what do you do?
3: Well, then you have to go, and, and uh, it's going to have to be a very fast move, too, to try and save it going into utter anarchy. Because that's what generally will happen. And in fact, the ones at the top might promote anarchy. There's, there's no
0: need for violence. That's something yep. that, you know, that, that would just play into their hands. Mm-hmm. But the way I look at it is this way out. Alan, sorry. Um, the tiger's mortally wounded. It's up against the wall, and that's when it's at its most dangerous. Yeah. Yep. And this is a very dangerous time. It is in history, and it's cyclical as you know as you teach people, mm-hmm. because what you're telling people is what's already happened before, but they just don't realize
3: yeah, well they' have tried down through the ages for the same kind of thing now of course, with science, they truly believe and and the communications directly to us with the propaganda, they believe they can pull it off, but uh, not necessarily so there's enough people to waylay them, yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah, well. Some of us will never give up. I mean, we'll fight everything they throw at us, including the chemtrails or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, last time I spoke to you, it was about that, because they do make people very sick. Yes. I think they must be turning on the turning on the dosage.
3: They have different kinds, too, as you know. They are different types as well, yeah.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. we're well aware of that. Yeah. But um, whenever you come over here, please let us know. Uh, get in touch with me. I heard you on Alex Jones earlier on, and... Uh, be lovely to meet you.
3: Okay, we'll see about setting that up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I've met you before, but I can't remember where.
3: Yeah, I'm Mental sure you have. Yeah.
0: God bless you. And how is she, or, um, how's the wee dog?
3: The wee dog's doing just fine, yeah. He's, he's not so wee, he's quite, he's quite big, actually, so he's good for the snow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you always make it sound like it's just there below your feet there.
3: <laughs> oh, he's there, but believe me, I'd fall right over if I stood up. <laughs> when it stands
0: up, it's, you call it sir. I know what you mean.
3: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, You, you got it. you um, got it. You yeah.
0: let someone on now. Uh, love and light and, and speak to you soon. All the best.
3: Okay. Bye now. Now there's Glenn from Philly there. Are you there,
1: Glenn? Good evening, Alan. Hi. Yes. Uh wanted to address the question of conformity for a minute. Um, I've even heard, um, of course, heard you mentioned before that you know, conformity is like a bit of a sticky wicket because, you know, you, you point out that the the, a, the adolescent who rebels in nonconformity is actually only conforming to a different standard or a different expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, in philosophy, the, the, the discipline of epistemology begs the question of how we attain certainty or how we know truth. Mm-hmm. So I guess the epistemological quandary here is How does one actually know when one is acting autonomously? Mm -hmm. You know, how do you know when you're not?
3: You'll you'll know it when when you haven't read it anywhere, but you've done a lot of reading. (laughs) Uh That's how you'll know it, because, you know, if you're 15 or so or 16, they'll give you maybe three subsets to copy, subcultures to copy, uh, an outfit for each one. Uh, here, this is what you wear for this uh, particular rebellion This is what this bunch will be. So these are actually authorized rebellions And it's the same in the music industry um, In the music industry You'll find out they come out with the latest revolution And at one time it was a sort of punk rock and so on And 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 then, as soon as that was out, you noticed it was taken up by the mainstream and and used in ads and everything. So now it was now acceptably mainstream. It wasn't underground and cutting edge anymore. So you're you're actually given the the ways and how to rebel for a very short time even if it's original, before it's taken over and becomes the next new norm until the next type comes out to rebel within that becomes the new norm. It's all guided that way. So it's quite fascinating to me to see that even your methods of rebellion are laid out for you to follow in the system. You can't follow other people in some sort of fashionable rebellion. It doesn't work that way, and that's why they supply us with fashionable rebellions.
1: Well, I think then this is why you're cautionary about um, the very concept of groups themselves, right? Uh,
3: groups are amazing. Uh, in fact, I'm, if I've got time, I may even read an article written by Adolf Hitler on groups and the masses and go into it, in fact, on the Internet, because you don't understand when you're on a, a chat room and so on. You're actually in a group-type setting or the mass setting. You're, you're not an individual anymore, especially if you've got someone on who's pretty good, using emotion, et cetera, to sway you. They can whip you up in the same way in emotional uh, tantrums uh, as someone speaking on at uh, you in a crowd. So it's the same crowd technique that's used, even though you don't have necessarily the visual in front of you. And they're well aware of that at the top, too, uh, that they, because, believe you me, they planned the Internet long in advance, including the forums, and they, they supplied us. The Sunsteins admitted this, too. They had their plants inside every forum to guide them. Yeah.
1: Right, right. Now, even in the smallest of groups, such as the nuclear family or the tribal, what you might view it as the more natural man or the more primal tribal man, mm-hmm. I mean, even so, there we're never going to be totally free from social expectation.
3: There will always be a form of conflict and then compromise. But when there's a sort of natural order where the guy's off hunting and the woman's at home doing the cooking or whatever, which they all frown upon, all the feminists out there, for me even saying that, But that's how it was, folks, for thousands of years. That's why you're alive today. Um, it, it, it balances itself out. And then the children uh, kick in, too, to help out as well. So uh, that was the natural order that got us through thousands and thousands of years, maybe millions, according to the ones who believe in evolution. So um, you can't just destroy that, but the state did destroy that because when because they want to bring over society and literally grow people, grow people for the state, you might say. And um, but yeah, it's always some sort of compromise. And um, the more the mature the adults, the more solidified the culture that they have. Everyone knows the rules, and there's never really too much fuss. A bit of bickering once in a while, but that's the way it has to be, and that's quite natural.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Thank you.
3: Thanks for calling. Now there's Josh from Ontario. Are there, Josh? Hello, Josh. Hi. Yes. Um,
4: I had a couple things. I don't know how much time we have. Um, first, uh, I would like to say you do a really good job with everything. And um, you've been talking about education tonight. And it's kind of interesting because when I was in grade 12, which isn't too long ago, <clears throat> um, I made an hour presentation all about how global warming isn't real. Mm-hmm. I had uh, about a page of different references, uh, Lord Monckton, different people like that. Yeah. And afterwards, I was frowned upon. Uh, the teacher took me out of the classroom, said basically, like, you can't say that. And, uh, then he immediately after talked to the whole class and explained to how basically I was lying. Oh. And okay. was, everyone was just kind of talked. Uh, talking amongst themselves, and they're like, is that right? Is that right? And then they look at the teacher, and it's like, oh, no, it was just a lie. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of interesting.
3: That is interesting, that. yep.
4: And um, the next thing I was wondering is if you've ever heard of Kevin Trudeau. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And have you heard of his uh, He has a secret society thing called uh, the Global Information Network, or something like that?
3: I've heard of something along that line. The whole dawn and will come back after this break. Folks, we're back and cutting through the Matrix, and we've still got uh, Josh Monterio on the phone. Uh, Go on, Josh.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, I was just wondering if you knew anything about that or if you had anything to say about that.
3: I really don't know much about the guy, to be honest, or Secret Society. Um, Personally, if there was a Secret Society, it can't be secret if if you can talk about it.
4: (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
3: And there's a lot of gimmickry out there. A lot of gimmickry out there But thanks for calling And I'd like to end tonight on uh, another bit from Brave New World And this is what uh, Huxley said A society, uh, most of whose members spend a great part of their time Not on the spot Not in the here and now and in the calculable future But somewhere else In the relevant world of sport and soap opera Of mythology and metaphysical fantasy Will find it hard to resist the encroachments Of those who would manipulate and control it and that's why um, it, it's happening today. You can see with the people going into metaphysics, thinking they can escape it all and so on, that's all put out there for them too. And there's leaders out there in, in the patriot community, supposedly. at least, I don't call them leaders at all. Uh, they're front men who are positioned there, uh, preaching basic theosophy and to just take drugs and so on and get higher spiritually. And uh, you'll, you'll, you'll escape it all when the great light comes in from the cosmos and all that rubbish. And here's Huxley telling you about it all then. Because back then in the 30s, they knew the whole agenda, including the fact they'd push a lot of the counterintelligence side out into the open at the end of this particular phase. And that's where we are today. With regards to Adolf Hitler, he was quite amazing um, on stage. He captivated his audience like you wouldn't believe because he appealed to the unconscious emotions within them and motivations within them. And he, but when he wrote in his own book, of course, differently, he said the masses were just a, a big unruly mob, uh, undisciplined and so on, uh, but they could be used if you knew how to use them by by triggers and so on. And that's what's used on us today. And that's why I don't use emotion even on this show. I just speak as I normally speak to people across the table. And um, otherwise, I would be conning you again and using the very techniques upon you to keep you distracted all over the place or even terrified, uh, which also would disable you if you're living in a constant fear of terror. Realize that most of the news that's put out there is irrelevant. You have to know the sciences that are used against you and why they're being used, and how to counter them, and how to always recognize them as well, and that there's amazing forces of propaganda, propaganda being used all the time against you, the general public. And for those, again, in forums and so on, as I say, remember, you have to go into um, the writings of previous scientists on this particular era who talked about... Um, this coming time, of, we would all be talking to each other in the ether, but we're still a, a, an, un, an unruly mob, a mass, you might say, and people really are, are, are tricked and cons by a lot of the ones who are put into the forums. And there's many forums set up there to do exactly that, by the way, as Sunstein himself has come out and said. Sunstein's job is to go in there and uh, try and uh, get them all fighting each other and even to dispel the basic... Um, premise that they went in there in the first place which was to be a patriotic until they don't even have anything left to be patriotic about they take away all the reasons for being patriotic these are all scientific warfare techniques run on a psychological basis very perfected too so be careful out there who you listen to, who you follow remember you must follow your own heart eventually and your own common sense from Hamish and myself from Ontario, Canada. It's good night to me, your God, or your God's school with you.